Welcome to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk 580 CFRA. If you have any questions about mortgages or real estate, give us a call at 521-TALK. That's 521-8255 or text 580-580. With Frank Napolitano and Paul Rushforth, here is Steve Gregory. With a special day today in the neighborhood. I like when they say with Paul Rushforth and Frank Napolitano, well, Frank's never looked so good, right? You know? Or so smart. Seriously, seriously. Sherry Kreese is here, El Presidente. Thanks for the welcome, guys. How long have you been president now? Long time, huh? Uh, A a few years. I've been with MBO, though, for 12. 12 years? 12 years. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. 12 years of dealing with Frank. Oh, I'm feeling dumber by the minute. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, we've had, what, 15, 16 years of having to deal with Frank? Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I've known him a lot longer, though. I'm sorry. Close to 30. I'm sorry. How often does he buy you breakfast? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I know the feeling. I know the feeling. <laughs> all right. All of a sudden now, the temperatures have changed. Yep. Everything looks dull. Yeah, the numbers aren't bad. Numbers are pretty much unchanged, right? Yeah, but it's, it's what we expected. You know, our our number of sales, residential and condo, were up two point three percent, and our average sale price was up two point three. So the good news is, is if you look at year to date, our number of sales is down twelve point four percent, which you'd think that's a large number, but keep in mind we were down almost forty percent at one time. So yeah. it's it, we, we've we've narrowed the gap, which is great. Our average sale price is down 6.5%, and it's at 659000 and change. That's exactly where it was last month. So we haven't gone anywhere. I mentioned we we're going to probably stay pretty flat for the rest of the year, and that's what we're seeing right now. So we went from you know 662, 659, now 659.7. So we're the last three months we've been pretty consistent with our average sale price. We will end the year down for sure, and it, it will be the first year since, uh, is it 94, 5? Uh, 96 was the last year that our average sale price was actually down. Um, and it will be down, which tells you the economists over at some of these, you know, major banks who thought we were going to be up two and 4% on our average sale price. We're entirely wrong. Uh, and it, it all was from that first month of January where our average sale price went from 691 to, um, 612. So that's really what's, what's carried us, uh, what's changed this year um, and I think we're just going to remain pretty, pretty stagnant for the rest of the rest of the year and probably end the year down somewhere in the five to 7% range, which is a lot. It's the largest we've ever dropped. Um, well, but you know, you, when you say well, that compared to the gains, though, yeah, right? when you, when you say that, I mean, sure we've dropped, but if I would have told you three years ago, the average sale price would be 659, you would have thought I was crazy. You know, so now they're thinking that condo sales are going to do well for the next few months, right? Through to the end of the year. Well, they could, right? They could. And, and mainly because condos are usually a little bit more inexpensive, right? And with the price of everything, with the rates, the way they are getting it, you know, I love the way he looks at Sherry with, with disdain <laughs> so in his yeah. eyes when he says rates. Yeah. <laughs> She's responsible. Sherry's responsible for our, where our rates are today. Um, you know, so it's, I think with the, the rates, the, the market, um, how expensive things are, I mean, it makes sense to find us, find a cheaper product right now. And condos are usually a little bit more, more affordable. How much are you seeing first time home buyers go for condos and people downsizing now going into condos? I think it's a mix. I mean, right now, I think what, I mean, condos are a big part of the market for sure and and getting it at a lower price point as well. Other things I'm seeing are some buyers who, first time home buyers who aren't necessarily going for that house with the, (coughs) you know, quartz countertops and ensuite with 
to sinks and that kind of stuff. I have great buyers this week who are first time home buyers, really sweet, and they really wanted to get into a certain area of town and they got into town. And you know what? It's original owner in Blackburn, you know, lady who went into a home. They're taking and 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 the house looks like it. Yeah, the and they owner say from seventies, eighties. Yeah, and they you know they said that's okay, and we'll you know paint a few things, and and maybe the quartz <laughs> countertops and everything aren't the most important thing. So I, it's just we're seeing more in, like right? that. Well, yeah. pe- people are having to settle for a lot of product right now. I mean, b- before you might have had some choice, and, but now it's like you know if you just find something in your price range and it's not going to be perfect, and you're you know you're gonna you're gonna buy something like that. And so then, where do we stand on whether or not you should fix up the place before you sell it these days? It all depends on what area, and so that's why I say before you put a penny into your house, get us through the door so we can tell you because there's certain areas where I'd say just get it on the market, and then there's other areas that I'd say if your house doesn't look you know top notch and tickety boo, then you're not getting sold. So it, it all really depends on the area, but there's certain things that you have to do. Um, now, most people are going to paint anyways, once they take possession of your house, but saying that if you have the dark colors and this and that, you, you, you should paint a nice neutral soft gray or something like that. Um, and please get a professional. I've seen so many people that have painted their house and I'm like, Hey, it has to be repainted. Like it just looks terrible. Uh, light fixtures is another one. I, you know, I'm dealing with a house right now that needs a, a coat of paint, ripping off some wallpaper and changing the light fixtures. And it'll look absolutely amazing. But right now it looks a little bit dated because it's got the old, you know, gold light oh, fixtures. Yeah. It's got wallpaper. It's got dark colors. And it's just, it just shows like it doesn't show great. And if you had that nice neutral color and you had some modern light fixtures, you don't have to go spend a fortune. You can go to Home Depot and buy those little dome lights that are just perfect. Um, but what's more important, getting into the market with a home that you may have to update over the next year or two, or waiting until you can get into that home that's already done? Well, I don't know if you can wait. I mean, I mean, we know, we, we believe rates are going to come down. Are they? Are they? Well, we, <laughs> I'll let you know what I decide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we believe they are. So, so at the end of 2024 is when that foreign buyer program where you can't buy, foreign buyers can't buy, when it expires. Now, whether they renew it or not, some are saying that they will not renew it. So if they don't renew it and we're allowed foreign buyers, by the end of 2024, I know Frank has said it, Sherry will probably agree, he expects rate to be, rates to be in the threes. So if that, if that happens with the little inventory we have, we now allow, allow foreign buyers, by the end of 2024, it might take off like crazy. We might have no product to, to sell in this city. So I'm not sure. We'll say, it, it all depends I on- I can't imagine they won't renew that. I, I can't imagine it either. I mean, you'll have so many foreign buyers who can, you know. But it'll you, drive the prices up again, and we can't afford to have the prices. No. So I'm assuming they're going to renew it, but it does expire at the end of 2024. So if they allow foreign buyers to jump into our market with the amount of inventory that we have and with the rates coming down at that point, it could be a tsunami of price price warrior. I think more more economists now are kind of looking at early 2025 for that. Yeah, or Where that's going, yeah. yeah. So, but... I mean, I, I really, when I'm talking to buyers, I, I really try not to forecast interest rates, even though I set them personally. Um, <laughs> I really try, you know, I talk to clients. Tiff crease. <laughs> and say, what's going to be more, going to frustrate you more? If you get into a, a, um, a mortgage now and three years from now, you're at, let's say, five 
80 and the prevailing rates are 4 or 380? Or are you okay to pay more, pay a higher rate now, and find out in three years that rates didn't drop as much as you wanted them to? What would you prefer? But in your, on your, if we, if they wait for that amount of period of time, is it your thought that you would even out over the five years? Well, that's what I mean. If you do go with a three-year rate, I mean, you have to, at this point, the differential is, is 50 or 60 basis points. So it needs to drop at least, you know, double that to, to break even. So how much... And when does it need to drop? Well, that's, that's what I mean. So in three years, is that going to... So I'm really much more leaning towards letting the customer make the decision as to what, you know, rather than say, I think rates are going to do this or I think rates are going to do that. It's like, do you like this payment right now guaranteed for five years or do you like this payment guaranteed <clears throat> for three years in hopes that in three years rates will be dramatically lower? But, but like, let's be honest, rates have to come down. Like, it's, they can't stay where they are. and They definitely can't raise them, but they can't stay where they are. It's, it's, there's too many people right now. I mean, we're dealing, we talked about this before getting on the show. We're dealing with a, with a client right now who bought a new build three, four, five years ago. His mortgage is coming up for renewal and he can't afford his house anymore and he needs to sell by a certain date and he's desperate to sell. And that's just one story. Uh, there's, you know, 4,000 agents in the city. How many do they, how many stories do they have like that too? So there's probably a lot of people that when their mortgage is coming up, they realize their payments out, out of control. They can't afford it. And they're going to have to sell. And it's, it's unfortunately, we're seeing people who are actually selling who've been home ownership for years and years and years who are now going into the rental game because yeah. they just can't. They and can't there's only it. going to be more trouble in the next year, year and a half if things don't change, right? Oh, yeah. yeah and, and you know what? Hopefully we're going to see, you know, the government take that into consideration. I'm sure no time yeah. <laughs> soon. But uh, our industry, of course, is uh, a lobbying for changes and, and that continues. It's not going to be a quick change for anything but i would like to see if you're changing your mortgage that you don't have to re-qualify again if you've had a mortgage for the past five ten years and you want to shop a new mortgage you shouldn't have to Mm re-qualify because that puts you at a tremendous disadvantage Mm -hmm. doesn't it absolutely absolutely i think one of the one of the good things for mortgages is we have an election year coming up in 2025 so of course they're going to do anything they can to get elected so we might see rates drop because of that right traditionally we have so that's you know Traditionally, I mean next next week we're gonna (laughs) (laughs) next week we're gonna see the the U.S. and our inflation numbers come out, and that'll be a big, you know, I mean, and we've seen gas go down. The price of gas has gone down since the last inflation numbers go. And the employment numbers just came out too. Yeah, so that works the other way, right? But it's not that much of a. I I think like the employment numbers in the U.S. You mean no from us? Oh, I didn't. I didn't see those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but the the pretty flat. So. That's what they said. They're yeah. flat. Yeah. yeah. So, and the U.S. ones were were up a lot. So it, it's you know it's that fine balance as to how they work things. Each everything kind of uh, works They're in over a different 7% way. That way for mortgages in the states. Yeah, it's with thirty year amortization. Thirty year terms, sorry, yeah. not amortization terms. Yeah. So that's why they're having such a struggle with people moving because a lot of people have you know a decent rate locked in for so many years and they're like, I'm not moving to have to port this and blend. And now I'm going to go from two to six. Like exactly. it's just crazy. Five, two, one, talk five, two, one, eight, two, five, five. We'll be right back. We return to open house, the real estate and mortgage show on news talk, 580 CFRA. 
I must say, I'm very confused. First of all, Frank is not here, and now Scott Reed is calling. Isn't there a hockey game on somewhere? Sean. Sean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there is, there is. You must have uh, got some inside scoop. I'm in London, Ontario today for a big hockey game tonight. Oh, who's, who's playing there tonight? Uh, well, it's not so much about the teams. Obviously, uh, London's playing uh, Guelph, but it's uh, one of our fellow officials. I started in the league as a referee in 1999. And so did my fellow official today, uh, Kevin Hastings, who's retiring after the game tonight. So 24 seasons for, for him, and I'm still trucking along. I'm going to continue for another couple of years, I'm sure. Well, you're, <laughs> you're only 30, Sean. You're a young buck. Oh, I wish, I wish. <laughs> so which uh, is your but... part-time job, Sean? Yeah, Yeah, I know. Well, it depends on who you ask. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, are you reffing during the week, too? Uh, I do the odd game. It, it, I mean, the Ontario Hockey League is is basically a weekend uh, weekend um, league, right? So yeah. there's the Friday night games, and then Saturday Sunday. That's pretty heavy on those days. So first yeah. of all, Sean sounds way too nice and happy to be a referee. Yeah, the refs <laughs> I remember didn't like me very much. No, the game has evolved. It's it's a much friendlier and. Uh, Kinder game now. <laughs> I, I still remember some of the things I used to say to refs, and and today you'd be suspended for life. Like oh, I used to. Sure. Oh, I used to get. I like was what? Nice. Paul? <laughs> well, that's 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 not to be said on air. But th- th- there's a lot of you know f things going on, and and yeah. they used to take it too. Flurries, eh? flurries, yes. Yeah, yeah. But they used to take yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and and you know what? I know that we used to give it back back in those days too, right? <laughs> yeah. So you don't do that anymore either. Well, the one thing you do have control over is money these days. Yeah, yeah, it's a busy time. How do I make days. more? I'd like to make yeah. more. Yeah, it's a busy time for us at the MEC. Um, you know what, we're just going through our, our annual audit, and uh, so we're working through our audit uh, with, with our partners and, and uh, you know, compounding uh, rate of return for our investors. Right now is an 8% uh, unaudited, but we're just going to finalize those numbers. So our investors have been relatively uh, very happy, especially in, you know, this volatile market uh that we're seeing and, and everybody just sort of, you know, I think Canadians as a whole are just sort of uneasy and, and what's going to happen. Right. Um, but, but we look at, uh, from our perspective, just continue, uh, you know, pre- for investors and, and happy with our returns and, and, uh, really just keep trucking along with consistent returns, which our investors obviously come to us because they want to take out that volatility in the marketplace. You've had solid returns for years. Yeah, yeah, we, we certainly have. And, and again, um, you know, we, we, we went through our struggles last year, if you will, to get to that 8%, just because the way that interest rates increased so quickly, uh, as we all know, and, and our mortgage portfolio isn't able to, as we call it, churn over uh, in that same time period. So we had to work, you know, to move our weighted average interest rate, uh, which is roughly now just under 8%, or sorry, 9% to our uh, on our portfolio, um, but it took time to get to that. It was over 200 basis points that we saw from year to year. And we, as we say in our to our investors now, you know, when rates start to come down, the ride's going to be a lot more fun uh, for our investors because we'll benefit again. Um, you know, when rates do go down from our investors, that we're still not going to be able to churn over our portfolio as quickly, and, and our benefits are uh, to the investors are going to stay. Uh, at, at elevated returns to them too. So on that way down. So Sean, just for people who have never listened to the show, which I don't think there is any of those people, but just yeah. Sherry. Just Sherry. <laughs> so for those yeah. people who have never heard you on the show, have never, what are we, dumb it down for them. What do you do? 
Yeah, so we uh, run a uh, mortgage investment corporation. So we pool our funds of our investors, and roughly it's about $70 million that we have um, out there. And, and we do private lending. So people that you know need to seek uh, alternative uh, mortgage solutions. And we're not a last resort lender by any means. Our portfolio is very strong. People come to us for, um, because they, you know, situations, whatever it may be, but we stay away from a lot of poor credit and, and things like that, high LTVs. Um, you know, we just, people come to us because, again, I say it's a situation. Maybe they've, they've, uh, need some short term money. All of our mortgages are less than a year terms, um, or maximum of a year term, sorry. And, uh, for our investors, it's pooled capital. So we are protecting their investments in terms of it's not one-to-one investment. Uh, there's a little bit more risk when you do one-to-one mortgage. Uh, you know, I have $100,000 and I'm going to put it on a second mortgage on a property. There's a lot of risk involved in that. Uh, we pool our funds so it minimizes the risk for the investors. Uh, but again, it's just providing short-term solutions to a good group of people or, or mortgage lenders or borrowers out there that just need private money for short term. And you can take, and, you're taking on investors at any time, right? Well, we do. We, we always have conversation with investors. We are limited uh, to a 10-day window every month, so the first to the 10th of the month to bring on new investors, but it doesn't mean that we can't have conversations. Now, can if people tap people into want, their RSPs and that kind of thing? Yeah, we can use all registered money, non-registered money. Uh, we can, any TFSAs, RESPs. It's a great way for RESPs as well, um, you know, for, for just a good low return uh, to, uh, to save for your children's education. And is there a minimum amount to invest? Yeah, so we start at $10,000. Um, and we certainly have to make sure that it's... You know what, ten grand is not bad for somebody that wants to get their toe wet. Exactly. And, and, and I really think that that is, is certainly, uh, we have a lot of people that, you know, they, they like the investment and then a year later they come back to us and say, I'm going to give you a little more because I didn't have to worry about the volatility that I'm seeing in the marketplace. Uh, and we constantly have our investor base grow, uh, just with that a little bit here and then a little bit more the next year as they get the comfort level with, um, you know, what we do on a day to day basis. And how many years now? Uh, since uh, 2014, um, wow. so coming up on to 10 years, yeah. So it's you know it has a good track record, and then obviously with the with uh, uh, the support that we get from not only just the mortgage brokers Ottawa groups, but also too from the the files that we get outside of mortgage brokers Ottawa as well. Uh, roughly, it's about 50% of the files that we see um, you know come from outside of MBO, which we continue to grow, and because there's certainly a, a need and a demand. Uh, for people that need alternative lending. So again, from an investor side, it's a great opportunity to uh, to start, as you say, Steve, dipping your toes into uh, to this opportunity. Is most of the money loaned out locally? It, you know what it is? Uh, we stay local in Ottawa uh, for the most part. Uh, about 90% of our deals are, are in the eastern uh, Ontario, and about 85% of those are in the Ottawa region, if you will. So, you know what, that's, we, we look at that as from a risk perspective, you know, ourselves, Mike, our underwriting team, when you know the local market, the Ottawa market, um, it, it just it gives you that confidence when you're making decisions, that you're making sound decisions 
on the marketplace. Okay, final question, and I want an honest answer, Sean. Okay, okay. This is it's going to be a it's going to be a funny joke question. I can tell you that. <laughs> what is it really like to work with Mike Happy? <laughs> oh, geez. Well, he's not listening right now. I know. Oh, let her fly then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it, you know we have such a great group, and we're excited. We're excited for all those uh, our team. We really worked hard as as we all do in this business, um, and we're excited for the opportunities because we we do realize you know what. Everybody wins when, when we're able to not only bring on new investors, but also be able to provide a mortgage to people. You know what? People are coming to us because they need to maybe fix up one small little thing that happened in their life. Yeah. So not only does the borrower win in that situation, our investor wins with the sound decisions that we make and, and the, the, the deals that we put on. Uh, so our team is really encouraged by that. Next step uh, for investors really take, if they want to get a hold of you? Yeah. So it's a 613 two seven four zero zero five five and our website is uh, advanced mortgage investment corporation.com so we can advanced always take com. mic.com yeah hey sean just before we we have to head to break here uh you was a couple years ago you reft your 1000th game what are you at now i did uh well last night we were looking i'm at 1056 Wow. So that's impressive. Yeah. That's a lot of miles on that vehicle. <laughs> a, lot a lot of miles, miles on those legs. Sure. Yeah. 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 I, I I can feel it today after my first game last night, first regular season game last night. So. Yeah, I can feel well, it too because I had to come up the stairs this morning. <laughs> 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 Thank you, yeah, Sean. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Thanks, uh, Thanksgiving. Bye for now. 521 Talk, 521 We'll be right back. We return to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk 580 CFRA. Welcome back with Jerry Crease in for Frank DiPolitano. Paul Rushforth is here to the phones. We go and say hello to Connor, who's always got the easiest questions. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, my question is for Paul today. Um, about four or five months ago, I listed my place for rent and instantly was bombarded with interest and um, three showings within the first day and everything. We decided not to rent it and I just put it back up again and it's been up for about two weeks and it's been at the same price very, very slow. And I'm just wondering, is, do you think that's because the time of the year or is it has something changed in the rental market? No, the rental market's still very hot. Uh, there's there's about 700 rental units on the market right now, which is high. Um, but it's it's the time of year for sure because it's you know you should be it's like shooting fish in a barrel. You should be able to find tenants no problem, as you know because you've rented out places before. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is super important to find the right tenant though because in Ontario the tenants have all the rights. All the rights. So trying to get a tenant out if they're not a great tenant is, is next to impossible. So getting that perfect tenant, uh, even if you had to keep your place vacant for a month, I would do that just to get that perfect tenant. But Connor, truthfully, I think that the rental market's still very hot, but it's that time of year. Um, you know, people may be slowly taking their eyes off the off the real estate price. You know, Christmas is coming, snow's coming, prepping, you know, things like that. But I, I would keep it up. I, I th- just think it's a time of year. How long How long you been up? Uh, about two weeks now. Yeah. For, for how much? Twenty seven hundred. 
Yeah, and you put it up for that last time and you got bombarded? Yeah, that's at first I thought it was too high, but I got bombarded and I thought I could if I put it at the same price it would be the same, but it's been much slower. What do you so, where are you renting it out right now? You just on Kijiji? Uh, Facebook and Kijiji. Yeah, Kijiji is a good one to go on. Um, yeah, I would I would think it's a time of year because the rental market is we're seeing a lot of lot of places being rented, no problem. It could be the price. I mean, I I know your place and I know know your location. That it's uh, you're you're in a good location. Uh, it could be the price. I mean, lower it by a hundred bucks and see what happens. Well, you know, the good thing about Facebook is you can creep their profile, which tells you a lot about a potential tenant. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't know who it is. Absolutely. And, and you know, credit checks are worth everything. You know, someone with bruised credit, there's a reason their credit's bruised usually. So you got to worry about that. Uh, but yeah, finding that, I mean, I don't have to tell you, you rented many places, but it's uh, finding that perfect tenant is, is worth its weight in gold. Thanks, Connor. <clears throat> Thanks, bud. Now, listen, speaking of uh, <clears throat> rentals, people are getting their notices now because you got to get three months notice if you're going to increase the rent. And I know that there's rent control for any buildings pre-1988. Yeah. Does that work for individual properties too, or is that just buildings? Like, can you raise the rent whatever you want? No. No. You Well, hold on. W- when you have a tenant in there? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. When you have a tenant in there, you can only raise it by inf- by what the uh, the Landlord and Tenant Board Act puts out there as, as, the, as the new rate. But that's only buildings pre-1988. Does that apply to the single-family homes that Absolutely. are rented out as well? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it, usually, two, what, this year I think it's 2.5%. Two, I think it was 2.5% yeah. this year, yeah. Every year it's a little bit different, but... It, um, but any uh, building after 1988, they can raise it whatever they want. Yes. Every, any, oh, oh, building. Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah. And it, you know... Some of those rents are going up 5% right now. Well, and you know what? In Ontario, it's very, very legislated, whereas in BC, in Alberta, the landlords have all the rights there and they can basically do whatever they want. You know, and listen, I'm not saying tenants shouldn't have the right or landlords shouldn't have the right. I think it should be, I think it should be equal for everybody, right? Like right now here in Ontario, if you have someone that's not very nice to your place and doing bad, sorry, like what, good luck trying to get them out, right? Good luck trying to get them out. Months and months, right? Yeah. And that's why finding, like I just said, finding that perfect tenant and I don't care if you have to, you know, do a DNA sample. Like hmm. you just really want to find. I mean, I know that's. <laughs> I know that's I'm, not allowed, I, but I'm it, sure that's legal. Yeah, but but you know what I'm saying. You spit into the cup, please. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Like if they if they say I have references, perfect. Not references of their, of their friends. The best reference is their last last landlord. In fact, that should really be the only. That should really. What are, what are you allowed to say then in that case? Can you say? Well, just uh, I noticed this tenant is is vacating your property. Is there a reason? Um, no, but are you allowed as a landlord to say what happened with the previous? Why not? Yeah, why not? I know right. it's different for employment. You know, I, I I would also as a new landlord, and I talked to the old landlord. I'd like to know this kind of stuff. And and if I was the older landlord, I'd want to tell that new landlord, look at you're you're getting in some trouble here. Like you got someone who's not going to pay rent. If someone who's you know, and it's it's it just sucks. Like I walked into one of my units the other day and. It's and there's nothing really I can do about it, but I didn't know they have a dog. Apparently, they have a dog, and not a small dog, a big dog. The hardwood floors when I gave it to them were a little bit scratched. I walked in the other day; they're completely scratched, like I'm to the point where if they ever leave and I want to sell it, I got to replace the floors. Uh, it's dirty, dog hair everywhere. It's just and it, this is one of my places, and I just said to them like I can't kick them out, but I just said to them, I said, guys, 
listen, you want to be really, really nice tenants. I'm going to be a really, really nice landlord. But if you don't, this is, this is my, my baby. Like I've paid big money for this property. If you want to be, do it like this, this is how I'm going to act too. So it's, it's, it sucks, but the tenants have all the rights. That's why I find a good one. And you're a good one. <laughs> I'm a good landlord. Cause I listen, if I have a good tenant and I've, 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 I've been very lucky that I've had some really, really great tenants and I'm great to them. You know, if they call me and they're like, you know, this is, this needs to be replaced and it doesn't, it's, it's kind of borderline doesn't, I will replace it. You know, if they need something, I will give it to them. As long as they're good to me, I'm going to be good to them. Are you seeing many investors coming in these days? Probably not. Huh? Not nearly as much. I, I, you know, as Frank talks about it, it's very difficult to cash flow on anything right now. So it depends on, on, you know, the reason. Sometimes if there's, there's different reasons, sometimes people want to buy as an investment for their child or their, you know, th- that kind of thing, but very, very few individual, you know, it, more where they're, I'm, I'm living in one side of a duplex or that kind of thing, or of a semi or that kind of thing where they, they're, uh, living in it and renting it out, out another unit. But yeah, not, not as much at all. We do see, sure. we do, do see some, um, people who are getting in their twilight years who aren't ready. For, Stop looking at me. <laughs> oh, no, you're beyond your twilight years. <laughs> <laughs> no, but people who are in their twilight years who eventually condo living might be the way they want to go. And, and sometimes we're seeing people buy condo investments now to rent out for a few years because they're just not ready to get into that condo just yet. So we are see- still seeing that, but that's also something they're eventually going to live in. Um, What's your take on somebody downsizing in their twilight years? Yes. Keeping that property <clears throat> and renting it out. Well, because that would probably be mortgage free, I'm guessing. But the problem with that is a lot of times when people are, are downsizing, it's a lot harder to rent out, excuse me, a, a single family home or a bigger single family home than it is a small town or a condo. So a lot of times it's a, more of a hassle to, to, to rent out those bigger ones. And sometimes they want the money. When they're in their twilight mm. years, they don't want their money wrapped into their house. They would like, they paid off their mortgage. They wouldn't mind having a little free money to do some traveling and, and, and enjoying a little bit of their life. Speaking of money, you must be seeing a lot of people <clears throat> asking you how they can refinance their house and what help they can give you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing, so as Frank talks about, we, the refinance rates are kind of the highest rate category that we have. So we're trying to do creative things to um, get out of that highest rate category. So what can, can you do with people that are looking at their amortization at like 40, 45 years these days? So that one's a tough one. That one's that one's really mostly like to keep them in the the payment that they're in. That's a tough one. But we can do where some people, let's say <laughs> people maybe who aren't coming off one of those, those fixed payment, that, that's specific to fixed payment uh, variable rate mortgages. Whereas where we have people who are coming off of, of a, a variable rate mortgage where the payment fluctuates or that kind of thing, and they're looking to have some cash flow to free up a little bit more cash flow, we're able to transfer them at the lower rates and increase the amortization. So doing that, we can keep them at the lower rates. And we have some lenders or one lender where we can also add a line of credit uh, to that. So you're effectively refinancing without having that refinancing rate. So, uh, you know, we're trying to do everything we can for clients to make them, to have them have the lowest payment that they can. Uh, and the objective is to keep them in the house in the short term until rates come back down to something a little more affordable? I think every situation is different as to what people, you know, some people now are, are, I think that kind of idea of 
people feeling like when I'm retiring, my mortgage has to be paid off. I don't think that everyone's kind of as stringent on that. And and I I think it's more noticeable now, but I think people are thinking, you know what, I'm retiring and I still have a small mortgage. That's okay. It's not a big deal. Uh, and, you know, I'll live here as long as I need to and, and then move to where I might want to. I have two friends, actually, two friends, clients who are just doing what um, uh, Paul was just talking about, where they, they're they moving, you know, they've always kind of wanted to move to the Westboro area or New Edinburgh or that kind of thing, but have never lived them there themselves. So they've bought a house, keeping their existing house, see what, you know, kids are moving into the new house, that kind of thing, into the new uh, smaller condo downtown until they decide that they're going to move and then maybe keep their house until they, to make sure that when they test the waters themselves that, that's really what they want, that they're ready to move to a condo from a, from a, a single. So it, it's definitely on people's minds for sure. I'd move, I'd move to a condo right now if I could. <laughs> well, you would miss all that work, Paul. Oh, yes. <clears throat> what work? <laughs> all those phone calls. Yeah. Hi, please come and cut my grass. 521-TALK, 521-8255. We'll be right back. We return to Open House, the real estate and mortgage show on News Talk 580 CFRA. Welcome back. All right. Are we into super slow time now for the next couple of months, Paul? No, I wouldn't say we're super slow time, but, you know, our, our listings are starting to pick up. Let me just put my trusty glasses on. Excuse me for a second. Days on market aren't bad. We're, what, 3.2 months now as opposed to 2.8. So Yeah, so months of inventory, we're at 3.2, which... Some are calling now a balanced market, even though a balanced market starts at four months, but it's feeling like a balanced market. Um, but, you know, listings are s- slowly picking up, but well below where we should be. We're at 4,367 active listings, residential and condo, on the market. You know, we got 684 rentals on the market. And in the last seven days, we've listed 784 properties and only sold 306. So the listings are definitely outpacing the the sales. Um but we still need more inventory on the market. Now, if you're a seller and you're not selling, you're probably thinking, we don't need more inventory on the market. But the truth is, we don't have enough inventory on the market. So, uh, you know, the only the only thing that's saving this low inventory is there's a lot of people that aren't buying right now because of the rates. Yeah. Otherwise, if it was a normal... Is that because they're struggling? Yeah, it's because they're struggling, as Frank would say. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's, it, there's a lot of people that have taken themselves out of the market. We're, and one of the, one of the hardest hit product right now is our, our, our entry level homes, like our townhomes and our, our smaller condos and our terrace homes and things like that. That's what's getting hit the, the worst right now because there's a lot of first time home buyers that can't get into this market and can't buy that, that home. I know where they can get a screaming deal though. Where's that? Embrook. Yes, 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 yes. The, my builder out in Embram. So I represent CH Clement Construction. Uh, we have townhomes in Rockland, which are in the in the low to mid fives, which are gorgeous, about 1,800 square feet with a finished basement, three bed, three bath. And then we also have the condos in Embram. And the condos, we've just dropped all the prices. And uh, they're anywhere from 375 385 and then 395 uh, for upper end units and that. But screaming deals and we have so much attention on them right now. So go to my website. You'll see them. They're on St. Moritz out in Embram. Um, beautiful condos, two bedroom, one bathroom, all the amenities you need. 
backing onto the a park in the Castor River. So super high quality construction. Oh, the construction's just out of this world. Like we talked about last week, it's it's all concrete, right? So you're talking about concrete walls, concrete ceilings. So you don't hear your neighbors, and you anyone knows who lives in a condo, you hear your neighbors in, in just normal wood construction, but not with CH Clement. It's all all um, concrete, uh, well done granite countertops beautiful um, glassed in porches and we're just about I to- saw those pictures on your website this morning yeah really nice. yeah and we're actually doing some in building five right now that are floor to ceiling opening glass so it's like just like almost like a Florida type of of open glass um, and they're gonna be absolutely gorgeous they're just being installed right now uh, but we have lots of units that we're we're looking to unload so make and sure what do they start at again Three three seventy five. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, three eighty five and three ninety five for upper end units. So it's, it's. I mean, we were in the mid fours, and he, they, like the job is to to sell the product. Uh, you know, we're getting into the winter months, so you're looking for a screaming deal. You could probably rent these out for. We just rented two out for somebody. Uh, I think it was twenty one hundred for the rent. So do the math on that. You're not you're not really upside down when you when you're thinking about getting twenty one hundred in rent, and you're paying in the you know the three seventy five range. So you're it's it's a very good investment. Wow. And if they mention your name, same price? If they mention my name, they'll, if they mention my name, they'll probably get the same price. Because guess, guess what? All the calls come to me and Angie. So. <laughs> All right. So I'm glad we have options when we're, uh, we're, we're sort of upside down in mortgages. Uh, you're going to see more and more people coming to you over the next year, two years, looking for help, right? Are we going to get a glut of people all of a sudden that are in super trouble? I hope not. I mean, I think there, there's going to be... Rates have to come down, right? Uh, it, so, I mean, I think that's what everyone thinks. And, and in terms of, like I said, when we're doing some things like re-amortizing if we need to, not to the headline, you know, we can't go to those headline amortizations that everybody's talking about, the negative amortizations and all, or, uh, all that kind of stuff. So but if you got a mortgage options. five years ago and you're mm-hmm. up for renewal mm-hmm. and you have, say, 20 years left on it, mm-hmm. can you go back to 25 again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, you can. Depending on the on the mortgage, so one way or another, we're going to try and help you out. If, uh, like I said, some mortgages we can do at those lower rates. Not every mortgage qualifies in that category, but we certainly try whenever we can. Do you see them ever bringing back amortizations of thirty years? I so of course, if you have more than twenty percent down, uh, you can do that at thirty years now. Uh, at the high ratio mortgages, certainly that's something we're pushing for. Absolutely. That uh, with the increase in the house prices and everything, that that's something that needs to be uh, looked at very seriously and one of the things that we're really lobbying for. Because at one time you could get 35, couldn't you? Yep, you could. You could, you get, could 40. get to 40. Yeah. Yeah, and we had 0% down. I mean, the, Remember I that? don't want to yeah. go back there for sure. 40 year, 40 yeah. year mortgages with 0% down. Yeah. Some of them were cashbacks too, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I remember those. So I, it, but I don't see why not 35 years, even for a host, first-time homebuyer. I mean, you're going to be in that house for a long time anyway. And, <laughs> and the equity that you build up over the years. I mean, certainly. I. And with people refinancing now, it's going to end up being 30 years, 35 years anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. But but you know what? There, Can you get options. on that for us? <laughs> <laughs> After I fix the rates, I'll do that. Yes. Yeah. Please fix the rates. <laughs> Steve, I just want to mention one thing. I believe we talked about it last week, and obviously Greg's here again this week, but we're probably for anyone who's looking to list in, you know, early spring, late fall, winter time, get us in the door for photography right now for outdoor photography, because we're, we've got about a while before all the leaves are down that probably a week to two weeks. Uh, depending on how much rain we get in the next, uh, next few weeks, it'll strip those leaves off. But 
we can still get some nice shots and uh, get you get you set up for a winter listing for sure. Yeah, so very, very important. There's so many people that were like, yeah, no, we knew we were going to list with you. We, we were thinking about it for the last, you know, six months, but we're ready to list now. It's February, but your backyard is absolutely gorgeous. Why didn't you call us to get pictures while your backyard was so gorgeous? If you have so, like a, an average townhome, not as important. Right? No, not as important. But if, if you got a home that shows beautifully outside. Yeah. Something with some some pretty outstanding landscaping. My favorite is then they, they'll send they'll send pictures in February with their kids all swimming in the pool. Yeah. And uh, we can't really use those online. Uh, uh, MLS doesn't really let us do that. So. Yeah. <laughs> can't you take the kids out? You can do ma- amazing things. I De- depends how many are in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> but he can. So so if you, let, let, let's say you're hearing me right now and you're like, oh, that's a great idea. We are going to list with Paul in the, in the, in the winter months. Our house still looks decent, but the pool's closed. Don't panic. Greg can open the pool for you. And I don't mean physically open the pool. I mean <laughs> That photog- would be even better. <laughs> I mean photography open the pool. So, you know, what? He, for one of our uh, one of our clients, um, actually it was C.H. Clameau, they didn't have any grass at the time. So he put all this grass in front of their product. It looked like, it looked like brand new grass. It was perfect. It's amazing how clean you can stay when you plant sod like that. Just lay sod and <laughs> it he looks is exactly amazing. in his dress pants. He's yeah. fine. <laughs> so like I said, if you're thinking of listing any Anytime soon or in the fall or the winter, get us in the door. For, and you don't, your inside does not have to be ready, just your outside. We can yeah. do the outside shots right now and, and get them done for, for the listing. Dare I ask, do you have any birthdays? I do. We do. Two I knew of you'd our, come prepared. <laughs> two of our amazing uh, women leaders in our company. We have uh, Kim Powell Steele, so one of our top salespeople and, and leaders. She's I believe staying on in Italy right now. She's there with uh, her business partner, her husband. So hopefully there's still some wine left in Italy after they get back. Yeah. Let's see. Um, and on October 13th, that was, sorry, Kim was October 8th. October 13th is Rachel Claremont from oh, our Rachel, Orleans nice. office. Uh, so she's uh, doing an awesome job this year. Bucking the trend, she's she's up when uh, everyone, when the trend is down. So she's doing a great job with her clients and... Uh, and she has a birthday this week. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, is it your time yet? What time is it? No, no. Oh, no. Got, you, I got another 10 days, eh? You got time. I got, you I'll got do lots. it next week. Yeah, lots. I do, want, I do want to fill the bucket of my amazing girlfriend, Petra, who put on an amazing Thanksgiving spread last night for 19 people. I thought it was 19 people. So it was just incredible. So filling her bucket for the good meal. How much work did you do? Uh, I was, as she says, I'm a great sous chef. So I did some, I did some of the work I did most, of the, like most of the work I did was cleaning up work. Yeah, but it's good, still, good. But still, as for cooking, it was all her. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving.